It takes more than big Omicron skills to be a great engineer. This is episode 108 of the Soft Skills Engineering Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Smith. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. Soft Skills Engineering is a weekly advice show for software developers about non-technical subjects. So, remind me, big Omicron is the main villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? (laughs) No, that's Theta. Oh, big big Theta. Okay. (laughs) You're you can right. take you can take Omicron jokes basically anywhere. You, one could say that they are unboundable, <laughs> and we did. Okay, <laughs> I want to thank our wonderful patrons. These are the people that are supporting the show and helping make it possible. Thank you to Paulinho de Rocha, David Jackson, Chris Fitkin, Ken Howard, Sean Clayton, and Dustin Coates. They are all uh, sponsoring at the level where we thank them every episode, and we really appreciate their support. Their support and others' support helps us produce the show, helps us pay for hosting, helps us do some design stuff, and uh, ultimately helps enrich us, which helps make the world a better place. I'm just convinced that the more money we have, the better the world is. (laughs) We have dedicated one chamber of each of our hearts to each of these people, and there's still a few chambers remaining. Um. I think you should see a doctor (laughs) if that's the case, (laughs) unless you have a space heart. All right, let's get to our first question. Do you want to read it? Sure. This comes from an anonymous listener who says, hey, Jameson and Dave, I'm a huge fan of the show. Awesome. We're a huge fan of you, too. I've listened to every episode of the show and recommended it to friends and coworkers. I don't know what to do about an insecure teammate who makes me want to take the show's primary advice and get a new job. This person is an experienced engineer who is 30 plus years older than me. This person hedges on every estimate, critically scrutinized teammates, makes constant excuses, minimizes others' work, complains about everything, is enabled by well-meaning but unassertive colleagues, constantly requires help, doesn't listen, assumes they are right until proven wrong, and passively aggressively confronts individuals in a group setting. Thanks! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i like the you're welcome yeah. yeah you're welcome <laughs> okay uh, i when i first read this question i assumed okay they're maybe in their 20s or 30s this person is maybe in their um 50s or 60s but i have had several revelations since then it's possible that the question asker is a prodigy and maybe they're five and this person is 35. <laughs> and there's just some conflict going between those. It's also possible they had a typo. And they meant that they are 30 plus years older than this person. And this person <laughs> is a baby. Maybe they're a toddler. Maybe they're fit. two years old. It, fits it would the totally fit. Yeah. My daughter <laughs> checks off most of these. She actually refuses to do estimations. So, um, But all the other things... <laughs> is enabled by well-meaning but unassertive grandparents check (laughs) (laughs) and also sometimes well-meaning but unassertive parents check (laughs) there's another explanation her grandparents are great that was a joke (laughs) we know they listen they also listen to this show sometimes (laughs) so another thing that could explain this is maybe this is the parent of the person writing in Mm, okay yeah so not only are they 30 years older but it's it's their child and they're trying to co-opt this podcast and take it in a different direction (laughs) into the way unexplored parenting advice category (laughs) yeah no one has ever done a podcast on that yeah 
um, I think we'll make a killing. The market's <laughs> wide open. <laughs> we will pivot to become daddy bloggers. Basically, we already are. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, that's true. I think if you look at a list of attributes and you can think, you know, a toddler has most of those. That's a bad list of, of attributes. Unless they're like gives great hugs, uh, laughs often, I don't know, enjoys playing with worms. Like those are all pretty good. But this this sounds bad. Sounds like a bad person to work with. <laughs> yeah, it does not sound fun at all. I think we should employ a little bit of armchair psychology and try to diagnose what's going on here. I think we have all we need. <laughs> There's There are dozens of words here. <laughs> Completely sums up the person. I think the question hit on it when it said an insecure teammate. And a lot of these seem like pretty negative reactions to that insecurity. If they're hedging on their estimates, maybe they're they're worried about hitting their deadlines. They're not sure they're going to be able to. And their response is to just wildly inflate them. Mm -hmm. Critically scrutinizes teammates' estimates, minimizes other wor others' work, complains about stuff. That could be like trying to deflect negative attention from themselves because they're worried about looking bad. So if they deflect it onto other people, then uh, they, they might feel like they're out of the out of the spotlight a little bit. They're not as worried about being being shown to have issues with their work. Assumes they're right until proven wrong, passive aggressively confronts people. I don't know. It feels like the insecurity is at the root of this. So I feel like the question asker has already identified this a little bit. I don't know what you do about it. Well, if there's insecurity, maybe they need security. Maybe a little like crypto. Maybe Oh yeah, maybe okay. Two factor yeah. authentication. Um I mean you started saying crypto and you forgot to finish it, which is cryptocurrency, because that's what <laughs> that's what comes after crypto now. <laughs> Cryptography, bogus. Cryptocurrency. That's the thing that comes after. So yeah, the blockchain will help this person. Um, as it helps so many people be more secure until they get hacked by <laughs> international criminals. Yeah, I, I mean, this sounds bad. What do they do about it? As as I'm assuming they're a teammate, they're peers, they're not in a reporting relationship. Yeah. So so how do you make this better for yourself if you can't wave the ultimate stick of like, you better do what I say or y'all get fired, which is like, that's like the implicit thing behind any attempt by a manager to improve someone's performance and behavior. Yeah. That's the ultimate, like, you hope you don't have to do it, but that's the ultimate connotation of like, Right. If they don't want to improve to improve things, then it's like, well, you have to because I said, because if you don't or else I'll reach for my big red button. Yep. And then in three to six months, <laughs> 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 the trap door yeah. will open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> Anyways, what do you do as a peer? Uh, okay. I... I have worked with a couple of difficult people before, and in one case, I maybe two cases, well, maybe three, sorry. <laughs> in three cases... Is everyone you work with difficult, Dave? No, no. I've worked with four difficult people, and in three cases, I handled it badly, and in one case, I handled it well. Would, would you like to know the difference between the three cases and the one case? I would like to know so much the difference. In the one case, I actually became the person's friend. And I know that sounds like a trite, silly, you know, platitude. 
But I did, and I, I became their friend. I had their kids over to visit my kids. We uh, hung out. We did stuff together. And you know what? He got a lot more easy to work with after that point. Hmm. And I didn't become friends with him so that we could have a better working relationship. I became friends with him, I think, by accident. Um, and then we had a better working relationship. So, I mean, some something is motivating this person to be this way. And maybe it's 30 years of experience that's jaded them uh or maybe but but you don't know what it is is the problem and i think if you understood that person and maybe if you were that person you would understand a lot better and one way to get closer to that is to become friends with them or at least try to get to know them yeah that's a good point 30 years uh older than you it's i don't know how old either of these people are but it's very possible that the coworker you're talking about has been programming professionally longer than you've been alive Mm -hmm. and that's that's a lot of experience. That's a lot of stuff that they have gone through and learned yeah. about and then has all become uh, obsolete knowledge and, and <laughs> bad things that have happened to them that they might have built up scar tissue from yep. or I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. So um, your suggestion kind of get to know them, uh, uh, understand what's motivating them a little bit more. Did In the case where you became the person's friend, did their behavior change or did your understanding of them just allow you to to deal with it better. I think both actually changed. His behavior with me yeah. definitely changed with me. I don't think others necessarily. But maybe, okay. you know, I actually, you know what? I take that back. I can think of one other instance where I saw a a distinct improvement. Hmm. Yeah. I think I think we both changed. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's encouraging. So I I would find an opportunity to get to know this person where work pressures are gone. So like go out to lunch, there's no pressure to solve a problem. There's no pressure to deliver something. Um, there's just, you know, get to know each other, talk, chat, find out what's important to them. Um, ask lots of questions. But don't ask like an armchair psychologist. <laughs> why Why are you insecure? Is <laughs> yeah. that really what causes all these behaviors that I don't like? Tell me about your childhood. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to just say talk to your manager because it's their job to deal with it. <laughs> they, uh, You are responsible for getting your work done. And depending on your role in the team, some of that might involve more um, working with other people and other people's productivity. But your manager is the person who's ultimately responsible for the effectiveness of the team. And especially the, the stuff around calling out other people in a group setting um, the, the effect this person has on their teammates sounds pretty negative yeah. and they may or may not be aware of it. They may or may not have advice for you on how to deal with this person. There are definitely certain people that you need to figure out how to like interact with them in a way that works around their, their difficult things. And some of that you can get from someone who knows some of it you can get from experience and that might change things. I, I think Unfortunately, it's impossible to count on changing people. Like you can try and get to know this person and try and become their friend, but I don't think you can say like, and they will change because yeah, yeah, it's true. up to them. Yeah. Um, so you, you can, and I think being their friend would make it easier for them to open up and easier for them to change, but it wouldn't guarantee it. But ultimately I feel like your manager should be aware of the effect that this is having on the team. If they're not already aware, then, then it's fine to tell them. And if they are already aware, they could have some helpful advice on how to deal with it. 
Given this huge list um, and how bad it sounds, I would be very surprised if management is not already aware. So yeah. I would probably approach this situation with management from the angle of, hey, how can I help? How can I help this situation? And you will mm-hmm. implicitly be making them aware of the fact that this person is impacting you by you reaching out to help to management and telling them, like, I'm aware of the impact and I want to do something to be part of the solution. Yeah. A, a lot of this depends a lot on the kind of person that you are and what you're comfortable with and the kind of team you have. Um, I think there are certain people in certain teams where if someone confronted an, uh, another person in a group setting, like a peer would just step in and say, hey, that's not okay. Don't do that. Yeah. And there are also certain places or teams or people that would never, ever, ever do that and be a huge deal. So that, I mean, you, you could act more assertively, but there are also things that affect you directly. So uh, one of the things on this list is complaints about everything. And <laughs> I think you could have a conversation with this person and just say, when you complain about this thing, it makes me feel less motivated and you like you don't appreciate the work that I've done on it and it affects me. And you make it about like, this is how it affects me. Can can we improve this? And that's still a hard conversation to have, but it's different than you like correcting their behavior yeah, um, and stepping in and saying like, hey, you don't talk to this other person that way. Uh, it feels a little bit more like you trying to solve your own problem versus you trying to solve their problem. I love that. Plus, you're trying to solve the problem of them. Plus, you're stating facts. You're not giving a command. You're just expressing how something is and wondering Mm -hmm. if maybe they weren't aware of that. You know? Yeah. There's actually, I've been reading a bunch of stuff about engineering principles and team culture and stuff. And one of my favorite documents is the Khan Academy Engineering Principles document. And it has a blurb on seeing possibilities, not just problems. And I'm going to read it Mm. because it's real good. Anything that's broken is an opportunity to make Khan Academy better. Be the type of teammate you want to work with. Openly and productively acknowledge weaknesses. Talk about possibilities. Don't focus on negativity. We create our culture with every interaction, and we can fix whatever imperfections we face. Start with how we talk about them. I really love that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've worked at a bunch of places. Everywhere has broken, horrible, crappy things. And they vary in the amount and the intensity, but... If you're looking for things to complain about, you can find them everywhere. And there's mm-hmm. a difference between saying like, boy, this sucks and saying this causes problems. What can we do to fix it? And that difference in approach makes a huge difference in in morale for me and for teams that I've been on too. So I think if you can, if you can address that behavior as a thing that affects you and would make your life easier, that's great. Especially if you have some kind of culture or principles or there's some something that the team has agreed upon that you can point to um that that also makes it easier to have these conversations if you've agreed like we want to talk about how to make things better not just complain about the state of things if that's a conversation you've had as a team then you can you can approach that person and talk about it a little more directly i like that and if not maybe it's time for your team to adopt a little bit of uh team what's the word some team principles yeah, I think you could do a lot worse than just steal these ones and change <laughs> all the references to Khan Academy to whatever your company is. Yeah. But there, there's lots of great resources, and they're probably different for each team. Um, have we helped? Maybe. We'll, we'll find okay. out in a few weeks, hopefully. If you uh, take yeah. our advice, we'd love to hear about it. Yep. Best of luck with this situation. Question all answered. Right. Would you like to read our next one? 
I really want to read our next question. This is from a listener named George. I'm considering changing teams within my company, but I've had two needs improvement ratings in the past. Since then, I've risen to meet expectations for the next two. I have to disclose this to my prospective manager. Should I proactively address this in my communication with them, or should I let my improvements speak for themselves? So you, okay, so so this is an internal transfer, and he's requ- George is required to disclose this. But the question is, what exactly do you think here? Maybe, uh, I think it's around when, when should George disclose it? Okay. Like right at the beginning, or wait until the transfer is already in progress, or... Or maybe a few years from now. <laughs> <laughs> After George has moved on. Um, and just for some context, generally needs improvement is like a two out of five. Meets expectations is a three out of five. And from my experience, most people are usually in the three out of five range. That's like the accepted normal range. And and needs improvement is like, you're not going to get fired, but... Uh, you gotta you gotta shape up. Does yeah, that seem t- reasonable. Yeah, I think it's pretty typical where if you get a rating that's in that area more than a certain number of times in a row, then you will be terminated. Yeah, that's what I've heard anyway. Um. Okay. So if you if your company does stack ranking, you actually might be a hot commodity because <laughs> they need people on their team to give low ratings to, oh. so that they don't have to give the low ratings to the people they actually want on their team. I'm sorry. I just I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stack ranking. It's great. Trademark. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I've heard of success stories of people turning around after bad ratings. I haven't heard of specific instances like this of of like how to approach communicating to a potential new manager. I feel like just out of like what I think is right, it seems like the right thing to do would be to tell them proactively. If it's going to be a bad surprise to them, I would rather address it up front and have them know about it versus get kind of far along into the process and then have them discover like, oh, there's this thing you didn't tell me that's bad. Yeah, there just seems there's yeah, one seems trickier. There's one possibility here, which is you need to figure out if it's true is if this manager learns about two needs improvement ratings in the past, um, will that automatically disqualify you in the manager's mind or not? And if the answer is no, but there's still a chance that it could disqualify you, then it makes sense to delay this as much as possible while you build a good positive rapport with the manager. You know what I mean? Um, after you've had a few meetings, after you've had a chance to show that you're up positive you know team player whatever the attributes they're looking for try to get those infused into the manager's mind about you and then break the news to them yeah i guess that makes sense so you're you're giving a little context for it instead of leading with like i'd like to join your team by the way i got two needs improvement ratings but it's all good yeah yeah (laughs) the uh is this an adverb the adverb they used was proactively Mm mm-hmm I think we both agree on that, that yes, you should disclose it proactively. I like your advice of providing more context first, so maybe you don't have to do it in the first communication with them, but I think it would definitely be better that they find out from you than that they find out while like, I don't know, maybe it pops up in some system after the transfer has been initiated or or something like that. I feel like if I were in that position, I would feel, and and it was this case where uh, you were required to disclose it, well, yeah, I'd feel I'd feel misled, I think, 
Yeah. Um, you can also, I don't know what the timeline of all this was. If you, if you had good performance and then had me needs improvement and then move back up again, I think you can use it to show how you deal with adversity. I don't know what was going on with your life either, but there were, there was probably some reason why you had those ratings and you could talk about how you dealt with it and how you, um, move to improve things. And I think that's, that's a pretty strong story. Yeah. I feel like the most often outcome when people get negative ratings is they end up quitting mm-hmm. or they get fired. So like sticking around and persevering and improving things, I think that, yeah, that's a positive outcome. Yeah. That's theoretically the goal <laughs> and, yeah. and you did it. So that's a great story. Plus it gives a little bit of precedent and your manager will know, look, if I give this person feedback, if I give George feedback, George is likely to improve. He's got a track record of improving on feedback in the past. You know what you tell them? You say, I'm collecting ratings. I've had needs improvement. <laughs> I've had needs expectations. I need the lowest one and the higher ones. And there are more <laughs> higher ones left than lower ones. So I think it's more likely that I'm going to get those. So <laughs> help me complete my collection. <laughs> awesome. I love it. That's a great story. Okay. Well, have we helped George? No, because I think there's still one more option at George's disposal that we haven't discussed. Okay. How good are your database hacking skills? Oh, uh, yeah, felony. Okay. <laughs> well, cool. you've, had the, you've had the needs improvement rating. What about the went to jail rating? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that means needs improvement. Look, the, on the plus side, you may dodge this awkward conversation with your boss. If you can get into that database and craft some nice sql to replace your bad ratings with good ones and -hmm. the downside is you could never work again but you know (laughs) (laughs) gotta consider a lot of people's goals are to never work again though (laughs) (laughs) i would say that's probably the lowest on my list of things i would recommend but it's still on the list yeah i guess (laughs) there are a lot of things above it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll keep putting more things above it if it looks like it's it's if you've tried all the things and it's looking more and more enticing. <laughs> You'll just keep stacking it up, pushing it yep. down. Have you tried doing everything you already tried but in reverse order? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think you're right with your desire to proactively address it. That feels like the right thing to me. And if you can, if you can tell a good story about it explain why it happened explain how you learned from it and and you can do that after you've established your value already i think it'll work out well i feel like if i were in this situation if if someone wanted to come onto my team or if i was trying to uh, get someone to transfer onto my team and and i felt like someone addressed this well that would actually make me i think it would make me like them more and want them more on my team versus someone who just like there's just a lot of mystery and like, yep, they always got needs and meets expectations. Uh, there's never any negative feedback and yeah. and we have no idea how, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think you probably already explained it. It just shows how you respond to feedback. Yep, I agree. Okay, I think w- with me repeating stuff you already said, but worse, <laughs> that means the question is answered. <laughs> <laughs> I think you didn't repeat anything, and it was good. Oh, thank you, Dave. You liar. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, have we answered the question? I, I think so. All right, good luck, George. I yep. hope it works out for you. What can people do if they want to submit their own questions? Go over to softskills.audio and click on Ask a Question. We have a simple form there where you can fill out your name or not. You can be anonymous or not and put in as much or as little information as you care to put in. Thank you for everyone who's written in with questions. Please keep them coming. They come in waves, and we're in a lull right now. We need your questions. They power us just like the sun powers Captain Planet. So (laughs) bring them on. (laughs) All right. I think we're done. Yep. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next week.